It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Afternoon drive just got a little better. Now back to In the Zone with Brandon Kravitz. Yeah. Welcome back yeah. to the show in the zone here on FM 969 the game. It is time now for our in the zone player of the night, Dame Dollar coming up big for the Bucks. And off now to Dame, who takes it inside. He can do that all night long if he wants to. I'll see with the rebound. And Dollar fires from three. Looks so comfortable. Dame steps it back. The trigger and hits the three-pointer. Dane Lillard from distance. Ooh, talk about a kid right shooting game. We're seeing it here for Dane. 37 points for the new addition in Milwaukee. 9 of 17 from the field. 128 to 112. They beat the Toronto Raptors. That was already his fourth 30-point game in Milwaukee. And I think we view Damian Lillard as so far uh, maybe a disappointment. And uh, they haven't really started clicking yet. Yet he's already dropped 30 four times this year. He is our In the Zone Player of the Night, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code BRANDON. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Play their Pick'em game tonight at underdogfantasy.com or on their mobile app. Magic got it going last night. Another stellar first half from the group. Now number two in scoring in the NBA in the first half. Can I explain it? Not really, but I definitely like it. They're 6-5 and five on the season now. Uh, your friendly reminder that it was, um, well, right now it's November 16th. It was November 15th, and they picked up win number 6. Last year it took until December 7th to, to pick up win number 6. And the season started six days earlier last year. So things are legitimately trending up here. I asked for it yesterday. I asked for it, and he delivered. Paolo Bancaro was the closer. That was the exact conversation we were having on this show yesterday, is that guy needs to be the guy that takes over in the fourth quarter. That's what I want to see. Well, he did exactly that. And it wasn't a great game for Paolo, but it was a phenomenal finish. 17 points on the night. Nine of those 17 were scored in the fourth quarter, and the most important one sounded like this. Ingles gets it into Bancaro. He's got an ISO on Caruso. Backs him down, turns, fires, and it kicks around and it falls. And it drops in with 1.4 seconds left. Paolo would not be denied. And now we need to defend for 1.4 seconds. Patrick Williams didn't even get a shot off. Magic in a win. Something about that building, I don't know what it is, but Orlando's got the magic touch when they head to the United Center and they sneak out of there with a dub. A great call by Jake Chapman right there. And it was a huge shot. A a little bit of style and pizzazz on it, too. I don't know what the Bulls were thinking, putting little puny, shrimpy Alex Caruso on him. Alex Caruso is a good defender. Not in that situation, but that's their problem to figure out. And you can flip over to Chicago Sports Talk Radio. Maybe they won't be talking about Justin Fields for a minute, and they'll break that one down. Paolo spoke after the game about how he just wanted the ball in his hands. 
Talk me, walk me through that last shot to get the game-winning shot for your team tonight. Yeah, it was a it was a tough game, man. They they didn't give up. Zach hit two huge threes to bring him back. And uh, you know, after he hit that last one, I looked at the clock, seen seven seconds, and knew it was plenty of time. So I wanted the ball and I wanted to make the last shot. Talk about your team's resiliency and the effort to get this job done, even when the Bulls were starting to come back. Yeah, it's been the story all season. You know, we've been in close games pretty much every game, and uh, you know, we've been on top. We've been. Uh, losing some of them, so we're happy we won this one and uh, we're back here on Friday. I was just going to say that you get an off day, you're going to see them again in the in-season tournament. You guys were already down one in in-season tournament. How important is it to get back into the win column in this tournament? It's huge, it's huge. We took a bad loss against Brooklyn. Uh, you know, we want to we wanna advance to the tournament, so we're going to have to get another win. Alright, thanks, Paolo. Congrats. Uh, and you can feel it in him speaking. Like He was still worked up after that moment. How could you not be? You dream of that as a basketball player, that's the kind of shot that we all try and uh, and replicate when we were on the court as youngsters. I was trying to replicate it when I was on the court today, just shooting around by myself. That was exactly the type of shot, exactly the type of play that the Magic should be running at the end of games. Not only was this a big moment for Paolo, I think it was a big moment for Jamal Mosley. And I think that this was the best late game play that we've seen him call thus far they've had a lot of these situations early on in the season the magic are six and five but their record could be better if they closed out situations like this i thought it was perfect obviously it's easier to say that when the shot goes in but that's a high percentage look shot by your best player close to the basket using your size i absolutely love it cole anthony spoke after the game as well he actually created a nickname for this shot i like to call that a 360 no scope he um didn't see the rim did a full spin, still made a shot. That's just impressive. It, it is. It's, do you get that statement there, no, that saying, you, the, the 360 the, no-scope? 360, 360 no-scope. That's uh, a, is that like a – and I'm thinking about this on the fly. That I have not – I just figured he was just saying that because he didn't look. So but is that like a Call of Duty reference is. or it's, something? It, that is a, a new Call of Duty dropping. Was it this weekend, last weekend? I don't know. But I, it's like yeah, you turn it, around a, and don't turn your scope on and you just fire the shot? It's when you're using a sniper in Call of Duty and you get the the tricksters that will jump off a building, spin around 360, fire a shot, and hit someone. And it's called a 360 no-scope. So, yes. <laughs> That, and that essentially is what Paulo did. So that's when, what you do in Call of Duty when you're clowning somebody? If you're good enough, and yes, and there will be, you can do a one-on-one sniper 360, uh, quick so no scope. We don't need to get in the weeds of it. But yeah, it, it is pretty accurate because Paulo. When I'm really t- glad that you explained that because I just thought it was cool that he was nicknaming it. I didn't realize that that not, was based off a video game. Yeah, that's not a Cole Anthony uh, trademark 360 no scope. But it, it is accurate because when Paulo took off for that shot, his feet were facing the magic bench. I mean, like, he was facing the opposite corner on the other end of the field, but he kept spinning while he was on the rise. He He's so big, and he has that side disadvantage over Alex Caruso that he, he can afford to hang in the air for an extra second to get his body parallel to the basket, and then he got the shot up. Yeah, that was a huge moment. 96-94 was the final score. I got the rock fight that I was looking for, Tyler. What did you see? from the the game itself just the that led to that it's yeah it was how i said it when jake chapman and i were breaking down the post game i opened up with that one was a doozy <laughs> and i think that's the <laughs> that's a good the, way to start the, the, the best game show the best way to describe it i mean at the at the end of the first half 
first quarter is ugly. Neither team could throw the ball throw the ball into the ocean. It was uh, both both teams were shooting under thirty percent in the first quarter. They were a combined twenty nine percent in the opening twelve minutes. So I actually thought they were shooting on a carnival room for a moment. Yeah, I mean it was impossible to make just about anything. And then Cole Anthony gets going in the second quarter. He has 14 points. Uh, it was sparking a 26-6 to six Orlando Magic run, I think it was. Magic go in, up 17 to halftime, which you mentioned. They've been up at halftime in 10 of 11 games now. So that's, an, that's a stat you want on your side. Then to close out the game, the, the Zach, they were able to contain Zach Levine and that entire Bulls roster pretty much the entire night. And then shots just kind of started to fall. Uh, Magic took their foot off the gas just a touch, and that opened a window for Chicago. And then, you know, there was the final minute, the five-point lead with an eight-point lead with two minutes remaining, then a five-point lead with 45 seconds remaining. Zach Levine does Zach Levine things. So not the prettiest game, but, you know, you you stay the course, as Coach Mosley likes to say. And you just fight till the last buzzer, and that's what the Magic did. Yeah, in fact, Jamal Mosley spoke after the game about being in clutch situations time and time again. Understanding we've been in these scenarios before, and it's why we do the two-minute drills. Uh, did it go perfectly? Uh, no, but you know that's what the will of this team is, that they, they'll find a way. Uh, and that was a big time, big time poise play by Paolo to get in there and finish the play at the end of the game. I mean, in the NBA, you're going to blow leads. I don't think that that's that big of a deal. You put yourself in position. That's what the previous three quarters and most of the fourth quarter is about. It's nice when you can blow teams out. This is professional basketball. You can't count on that. The Magic have been able to do it a couple of times. That's great. You can't count on that. That happens a few times a year. Unless you're one of the best teams in the NBA, then it happens like 10 to 15 times a year. But even then... Like, the Celtics aren't blowing teams out more than 15 times in a season. And right. that and that's a ridiculous number. You can't bank on that. What you do is you put yourself in position to succeed at the end of the game. That's why it's so important that you have a guy that you can say, we need buckets now. And we're in the closing seconds. And we, in the closing seconds is great, but I mean even more so the last few minutes. It became Palo Bancaro basketball. That is what you need. You don't want to have to rely on it, but you got to have that in your bag of tricks. Otherwise, you're not going to be one of those teams. Every team has a guy. And I know that you and I have kind of gone back and forth on this, where you say, in today's NBA, that last play can be called for almost anybody. That's fine. I, I, won't, I won't even... That's not even my biggest point of contention. Like, it's nice that Paolo took that last shot. What's more important than the last shot is that he scored nine points in the fourth quarter. Yes. That's huge. Yeah, he. it was an off night for Paolo. I mean, he got to the free throw line. I think he finished 7 of 10. But overall shooting from the field, when you're 4 of 12, that's not what Paolo, can, Paolo Bancaro considers a great night for himself. He wants better nights than that. But in the end, you're right. That fourth quarter hit, and... The off switch was flipped on. We've seen Franz the finisher. We've seen fourth quarter faults. We haven't seen a super consistent dose of what did you accredit it? Paolo the Paolo the closer. Paolo the closer. Paolo the closer. So there, that's Paolo. That's and Paolo's fourth the, quarter title. And it's nice. Like Markel Fultz has to play in order for him yes. to be fourth quarter faults. And Franz the finisher. Franz is a really good player. I've got no issue if he 
turns it on in the fourth quarter, that's not going to do anything but help the team. But for this team to reach their potential, I think it has to be Paolo. If you look at, I was looking at fourth quarter scoring to just kind of help back up this point. This season alone, the, the players that have scored the most points in the fourth quarter, you're going to recognize some of these names. Tyrese Maxey, Luka Doncic, uh, LaMelo Ball, uh, Steph Curry, Giannis, Jason Tatum, Mikael Bridges, Trey Young, Anthony Edwards. Those are the, those are the guys. Yeah. And those are big-time names and of guys that are that at the end of games you can count on even if your offense has run dry and the Magic could not throw the ball in the ocean last night, and he still got it done. Yeah, and I want to give credit to Coach Mosley for less is more sometimes in this league. And just a simple, you don't need some elaborate double screen, elevator screen, backdoor, anything when you have a guy like Paolo Bancaro. They put Franz Wagner in the backcourt. They said, you get away. You are playing a decoy. We want Ayodesumu out there completely out of this defensive possession. And then they were expecting Pat Williams on Palo. They sent out Alex Caruso. Okay, that's even better. They were anticipating a 6-8 forward to guard Palo in that play design. And credit to Palo, he realized he had the size advantage, the physicality advantage. And so he, he just backed him down. That's a simple play that's probably going to work. And then he had options off of it. Uh, they put in Jonathan Isaac instead of Gogo Bataze to play that five spot. So then you have Vooch, who he wanted to cheat down to try to contest Paolo, but you had J.I. floating right around in the half circle at the free throw line. That's a shot J.I. can knock down. So Vooch has to honor that while also trying to help. Joe Ingles is inbounding the ball, so I think that was Patrick Williams. You can't get off too far on Joe Ingles because Paolo can get one pass away from a wide-open Joe Ingles three at the buzzer. You like your chances with that, too. So it was a very simple play design that made things very complicated for the Chicago Bulls. So hats off to Coach Mose and uh, the coaching staff and Paolo for knocking down the shot. Tyler, that was pure poetry. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Pure poetry. More in the zone next. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.